0: As my online pretend best friend, James Wedmore says, you make a goal and then you accomplish it, which is you get the win or you get the lesson that you needed, which is of course the learn. Hi and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 165 of the Improvement Project Podcast, and today I want to share some of my failures with you. Now, ultimately, if you've been listening for any length of time, you know that I no longer consider these things failures. In fact, in a whole bunch of episodes of The Improvement Project, you'll hear a segment entitled, You Win or You Learn. As my online pretend best friend James Wedmore says, you make a goal, and then you accomplish it, which is you get the win, or you get the lesson that you needed, which is, of course, the learn. Successful humans are often the ones who have a so-called failure, and then it becomes fuel for the next phase of their journey that leads to their big success. Now, because you're listening to this, I will bet that you have some examples of this in your life, and I want you to celebrate that you made it through something hard, and you kept going. You've recognized that life happens for you, not to you and you've used it to further your success or to take lessons that you can learn from and share. So I thought maybe sharing some of my bumps in the road that I've experienced in this life here on planet earth might be also helpful, especially if you're currently struggling and frustrated, and you're looking for some inspiration to take the lessons that you need from that frustration. So one of the things I'm trying this week, which is a little bit different is normally I'm pretty scripted with this podcast and I've made a couple of notes, but I'm going to try and see if I can just speak more authentically from my, right from my brain stream of consciousness. So we'll see how it goes. It'll either be a win or it'll be a learn. So let's see how we do. All right. And also before I start talking about my failures, I recognize that I have a blessed life. I feel very grateful and very lucky that the things that I'm about to share with you are probably, for the most part, pretty minor bumps in the road, considering that there are lots of humans who go through terrible, awful, traumatic things or have major failures that they would consider uh, to be way more intense than what I'm about to share. But of course, everything is about your perspective. And if you can learn a lesson from whatever your, quote, failure is and have some perspective and move forward, then that's the point. So that's just a little... Uh, preface to what I'm about to say here. Okay, so let's go back in time. For me, in my childhood, I felt like it was a really great time. I don't really remember a lot of, quote, failures or things that I would think back on and want to change. So I do remember specifically, though, that when I was in 17-year-old, where everything is dramatic anyway, um, time of life, I was on a high school basketball team that was very successful, and we were expected to win a big game. And we didn't. And I remember being devastated. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. And of course, in retrospect, that loss helped me to learn about the fact that sometimes it's not going to go how you expect it. And it also helped me to realize that life is not always perfect and you're going to have bumps in the road. It was when I think back about it, extremely devastating. And I think back to my 17 year old self, and I'm grateful that she had the opportunity to have those feelings and understand and realize that life went on afterward. So that was one that I can think about. The other thing that I want to bring up in terms of my failures, and this might be relevant to a lot of people, I think it is, is my Relationships, And when I say relationships, I mean romantic relationships. Now, I didn't meet my Johnny until I was 35 years old. So I had a lot of time as an adult to date and to have relationships before we met. And you could say that those relationships were, quote, failures, but I don't consider them that. I consider every single relationship that I had as a learning that allowed me to become the human that I was in order to meet John McCall, my current husband. I say current, like hopefully he's my only husband. Um, He would laugh at that. But I do want to mention one relationship in particular. And I uh, was devastated when it ended. And then I had this aha moment that seems small, but maybe it'll be helpful for other people. I had an aha moment when I was in that grief at the end of a relationship where I realized that I was the common denominator in all of my previous relationships. And that moment, that aha, got me on a path to start becoming more self-aware, learning more about myself. I focused on me instead of the other person. And there was something magic that happened about that because it was not that long after that, that I met John McCall. So there's something about recognizing that you're the common denominator in everything you do in this life here on planet earth. And the more that you can realize that you have control over you, you have autonomy, you have agency, you can change things such that you'll be more successful. So if you take your failures in the past and realize that you were a piece of all of them, that can be a powerful thing when that starts to come true for you. All right. Uh, The other failure that I'll mention, and this is sort of like a two time failure, is that after university, I applied for my graduate program to go to chiropractic school and I was unsuccessful. I didn't get in on my first try and I was quite sad about it. I up until that point had been pretty successful with most things and I didn't understand at that point why I couldn't make this work. So then the second year I applied again and I did not get in again. And this one was particularly hard because my sister, who I love, who is a year younger than me, got in. And that was a hard pill to swallow for me because not only did I not get in the second time, but then my younger sister got in before me. So at the time in my life when this happened, it was pretty devastating. But the third time, so third time's a charm. I got in, and the reason I'm grateful for these failures is that in those years when I didn't get into my graduate program, I had the opportunity to have some pretty amazing adventures. I went to China and taught English as a second language for six months. I joined the reserves and learned how to march and do push-ups and um, shoot guns and learn about all sorts of cool stuff. I learned, I did some traveling. I um, took more courses. I met uh, while working at the YMCA in Guelph, Ontario, one of my best friends is still my friend now. Um, and when I finally did get into my graduate program, the humans that I met in that program, that I wouldn't have met if I got in the year before or the year before, have become some of the most important humans that I know, even still. My classmates are amazing humans. So always. I think probably in retrospect, we can find the lessons, but that's the key is to find the lessons in these failures. And I'm grateful for the fact that I didn't get in those first two times. I wasn't quite ready and perhaps the universe knew it. And when I finally did get in and did my program, it has become... I did the program. I was successful. I have become a chiropractor. I've been doing it now for 19 years and I wouldn't change it. Those two years at the time seemed like, oh my goodness, what's happening? I'm not getting started on my life and this is such a failure, but it wasn't a failure. It was just a bump in the road that allowed me to have all sorts of other really fantastic experiences and opportunities and I would not change it. So again, it's a failure that at the time seems terrible, but then sets you up for further success later. So I hope that Some of these can help you to think about that for your own self as well. So this next one is um, hard for me to talk about, but I think it's important for me to talk about because I really feel like a lot of times people see people going through life and they seem like they've got it together and they're doing all the good stuff and they haven't had any bumps in the road. Well, this one was a particularly... um, hard bump in the road for myself and John. And I've mentioned this a couple of times before on the podcast, but I just want to share it again today because I think it's helpful for me to share this. And I hope it is, especially for people who might also be going through this. John and I don't have children. And earlier in our, our relationship, we wanted to have kids. Uh, back in um, 2000. And 10, 2009 and 10, we decided we were going to start a family. And we got pregnant right away, and then we lost that pregnancy. And then we got pregnant again, and then we lost that pregnancy. And then we went through six years of fertility treatments and ultimately ended the journey after five pregnancies and five losses, which was very difficult and filled with all sorts of bumps in the road and tears and grief and anything that you might imagine during that time. And it was terrible and awful. And the reason I bring this up in this podcast is because at the time, it felt like a failure. It felt like up until this point in my life, I was able to ultimately get to the place, get to the goal. And in this one, it got to the place where we had to accept that we were not going to be successful. And it was a really hard place for my brain to go. I always, Each time we lost um, a pregnancy, we were like, okay, we'll try again. And I knew at that time, in my brain, I was like, "We'll, we'll make it work. Eventually it'll work. And then when it got to the place where it didn't, it was really hard to take. And in retrospect, the lessons from this that I am so grateful for are that, number one, what I learned is sometimes, no matter what you do, you're not going to get to the goal. And I'm grateful that I had to grow as a human in order to allow myself grace and acceptance and allow John and I to heal and realize that we were okay, just him and me and the cat. I also had to recognize that I was grateful for all of the knowledge that I learned along the way clinically. This knowledge over six years of going through the process and being involved in the medical model associated with infertility allowed me to be able to pass on to friends and to patients knowledge that has helped them to navigate when they're going through infertility has allowed many of my patients ultimately to successfully go on to have their own babies. It all, this, this experience for John and I has also given us a lot of gratitude for our nieces and nephews. We have eight nieces and nephews between us and also the children of our friends. We appreciate all of them in a different way than we would if we had our own children. And of course, we would always love them up. But this just allows for us to like, have little people in our lives that we love and that we have influence with and that love us. Um, and now when I can look back on this, obviously after processing and doing a lot of work to get to this place, John and I are both grateful for our hashtag child free after infertility life, the adventures that we are able to have, the things that we are able to do, the freedom that we have when we don't have children of our own is amazing. And of course. If we could go back in time and do something different and change it, we would. But since we can't, here we are, and we love our life. So I wanted to share this because um, I think that uh, infertility and pregnancy loss have been taboo subjects, Culturally, there seems to be a lot of shame and judgment around this subject. And John and I, when we were going through it, we were really alone in it for the first couple of years because we felt like we couldn't talk about it and we couldn't tell people what we were dealing with. And that's not true. That was our own stuff. But both of us have learned that there is relief in disclosure. So I encourage you, if you're going through this or if you have been through it in the past, share your story with others, even if it happened a long time ago. When I, sh- when I started sharing this story... So many women and, and couples, they raised their hands and they said, that happened to me too. So also, um, I want to pass this on. Oh, see, here's the emotion coming up for me. And it's, it's not, it always, it comes up occasionally. I have waves of it. But again, this is what life is, right? It's not going to always be easy. And there, the lessons you can take from it are, can be powerful. So I want you to know if you're going through infertility right now, or if you know someone that is, I'm sending you all the love. It's certainly not easy. I hope you're getting the support that you need and that you are choosing to find your lessons and the tiny seeds of the good, no matter how this chapter ends for you. And also, if you would like to share what you're going through and you don't feel like you have anyone to share it with, please reach out to me. Send me an email or a DM on Instagram. Sometimes just typing those words and sending them or saying them out loud is a bomb that you didn't know that you needed. All right, Thank you for letting me share that. It's one of those things that is difficult and emotional, but I feel like hopefully it will help someone. All right, the last failure, quote failure, that I want to share is my online business. So I have for a very long time, more than a decade, I've wanted to have an online business. I love my job as a chiropractor, but I also want to have an an impact in a bigger way than just one-on-one in my office. So my online business is something that I've dabbled with since 2008. I've been blogging and like dabbling on social, social media on and off ever since 2008. I've done some coaching with people. Um, I've created a course. And um, over the, those years, I hired a couple of different coaches. I spent a lot of money, but I never really committed. So because this has been ongoing since 2008, it could be considered a failure but I'm still here. I'm still learning. I'm still learning these lessons and I haven't quit yet. I have been currently working with an amazing coach for more than six months who has helped me to create better thoughts, which have helped me to be more consistent and to think about my business in a more productive way. And of course, for the last 164 episodes every single week, I've been here in your ears sharing my lessons as I learn how to be a better human. I'm working on my habits. I'm working on my routines. I'm doing what I can do so that ultimately, hopefully, you will find some benefit with it. I'm committed to showing up here every week and sharing with you what I'm learning and what I'm putting to the test in my own life. And I hope that every week as you listen to me talk, you can take a gold nugget or two of what I'm saying and apply it in your own life. All right. Now, of course, because I didn't do as much of a script on this episode, maybe you found that it was a little janky and all over the place. And if you did, i I guess I apologize. Maybe I don't. I'm sorry, not sorry. I just wanted to try something new and see what you think. So I would love it if you'd reach out and let me know. And also with me sharing all of these things today, I just want to say that remember that in any so-called failure, there are lessons if you choose to see them and take them. Ultimately, what it comes down to, and this is true, life happens for you, not to you, and you win. Or you learn. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Do you have a favorite failure that at the time seemed insurmountable, but then set the stage for something better in your life later? I'd love to hear about the lessons that you've taken from a tough circumstance that might, by many, be considered a failure. For questions or comments, send an email to The Improvement Project at DrPeggyMalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at DrPeggyMalone. You can always get my attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful, please pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join our community. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. Before you go, I just want to share something that may be just what you were looking for to help you get on track with your habits and routines. Most busy women know that they should be doing something different to lock in good habits and routines to take care of themselves. They know that they should get consistent with their healthy habits and self-care. They know they should eat better, drink more water, move their bodies more, and manage their stress better. They know that they would feel better if they created a calm home and working environment, surrounded themselves with people who support their big dreams and goals, and tuned in to being grateful for it all, every day. Despite knowing this, they often just don't do anything about it. They just keep doing what they have been doing. How about you? Are you ready to get some help and get your good healthy habits on track by finally doing something about it? I can help. If you've been part of my world for the long haul, you may remember that back in 2013, I worked with clients one-on-one in a coaching program to help them get consistent with their health and self-care habits. This one-on-one coaching program helped people like you in making better choices for their habits and routines, as well as keeping them accountable to those new choices. And as you might have already heard in the last couple of weeks... I've brought this coaching program back. I still have a couple of spots left and I'm looking to work with you over 12 weeks to decrease procrastination and decision fatigue and to increase consistency, self-awareness and productivity. We will work together on your habits challenges to help you to take control of your health and happiness. It's time to say yes to your needs more often and say no to everything that doesn't serve you. If you would like to work with me in this 12-week, one-on-one, life-changing habits accountability coaching program, or if you would like more information, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email to drpeggy at com, and I'll send you all the details and help you get on track to be your happiest and healthiest and overall best version of you. Let's get after it.